So Friday, I went up to Walmart with, with my mom to go get a few bits and pieces. And when we left, we were behind this sort of a big family. I mean, they had like four kids, two shopping carts, full stuff. And they were parked right next to us. So we go load up our groceries and get ready to go. And we can't do anything because the family is like spread out all over behind their car. Like, no joke. Like, like they had one shopping cart with their, with like, little kid behind our car. They have the oldest daughter with the, with a back door wide open so my mom can get to the front seat. And they're just completely unaware. They are oblivious to the fact that we are trying to leave. They're just going about, you know, unloading their groceries, all that stuff. And I'm just like, y'all, be aware of your surroundings. We're trying to go. But no, they just get going about their business. Eventually they left, but still, I'm just like, y'all, please be aware of your surroundings in a parking lot. I can't tell you how many stupid acts I've seen in a parking lot where people are just like completely not pay, paying attention when they're backing out of a parking spot or they're just unaware that there's cars coming or that someone's trying to leave and they're sticking their grand old time unloading the groceries. Like, be aware when you're in a parking lot because, yeah. It's, it's up there with, you know, not knowing what to order at Starbucks or like not knowing what to order at a fast food drive through <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet again another episode of the Sam Talks Nerdy Podcast. I hope you all are doing well out there today, staying cool, staying happy. Got all the school supplies you need to send your to send yourself or kids off to school. I am right now filming from my college suite. I got I got moved in on Wednesday, and yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty good setup. I managed to find a good place to store my podcasting setup. So now it's actually on my desk and not on like my side table with the arm fully extended it'll, t- it'll take some getting used to but it's a lot more podcast e I, sh- I, sh- I should say anyways Starkle season two started a couple weeks ago and last week's episode introduced us to the shade a villain of the golden age flash and a key player for this season being brilliantly played by jonathan cake dope last name and I am very excited to see him in live action because he is one of my favorite Golden Age supervillains. So, in celebration of the Shade, make it into live action. And no, I'm not counting the version we, we saw in The Flash. That show went downhill after season two. I decided to dedicate a comic one-on-one to him. Let's get into it. The Shade was created by Garner Fox and first appeared in The Flash comics number 33 in September of 1943. His first evil plot involved him using a special machine to take out all light in Keystone City, home of Jay Garrick, the first Flash, who will also be appearing in Stargirl Season 2, played by John Wesley Shipp, who played Jay Garrick in the Flash series. Get hyped. And TN's gang would would loot the city under the cover of darkness. Note, this was before he got his magic cane and the ability to control shadows. He later became a villain for Barry Allen and even teamed up with other Golden Age villains like the Thinker and the Fiddler in the Flash of Two Worlds crossover that saw Barry Allen team up with Jay Garrick. I think this actually introduced the concept of the multiverse. And also, this was... And actually, this was when the Shade was giving his defining look of the Black Ensemble and the Magic Cane. Fun fact, the Shade never had an official background or even an actual name other than the Shade. 
until 1994. That is a long time for a comic character to go without a background or an actual name, as far as my knowledge goes. He got an official background and name thanks to writer James Robinson in his 1994 Starman series. Richard Swift, from the Victorian era, is a mercenary as well as an immortal. He has a connection with a realm known as the Shadowlands. This allows him to create illusions and terrors made up of darkness from nearby shadows, without need of a machine or even a magic cane. He's something of a living shadow himself, bleeding shadow weapons instead of actual blood. He can even travel through the Shadowlands. The Starman series in 1994 also gives Shade a pretty interesting personality. He got so bored being immortal that he decided to turn to a life of villainy, working for anyone who can match his price. However, while he was a villain and was amoral, he had a sense of honor. He never committed a crime in his home of Opal City, and even secretly helped Jay Garrick and Ted Knight, the first Starman, after villains were planning to go after them and their families. He even mentored Jack Knight, the seventh Starman, yes, there have been seven Starmans, so he could be a worthy hero of Opal City. And he was so well received that he got his own miniseries. After the James Robson Starman series ended, the shade was hardly touched. Hmm, imagine that. You write a villain so well that after you're done, people are afraid to touch it. And that is the show. I hope you all are wiser when it comes to the shade. Please make sure to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on Spotify. I will have those linked down in my description along with a few other platforms I'm on. Leave me a five-star rating and a good review where you can because it really helps get my podcasts out there for more to listen to. Feel free to leave me a voice message on Anchor. I will have that link down in my description. And until next time, stay happy, stay well, stay cool. I wish those of you who are in school good luck. Don't get powers to control shadows. I will see you all next time. Peace out.